0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Tony I like that. That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me
3: another one. Tony Bruno.
2: <laughs> you say it real fast now?
3: Tony Bruno.
2: Nice. You say it real slow now?
3: Tony
0: Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh,
3: Tony Bruno.
4: Stop
0: it! Here is Tony Bruno.
2: Ah, good afternoon, everybody. It is a Monday. It's a manic Monday. It's a miserable Monday. As the mamas and the papas once sang, Robin, it's Monday Monday.
5: Monday Monday. Can
2: you play that? Let's get this up and running here today. Let's get this party started quickly. Although here in Philadelphia, there's not much to party about, unfortunately.
3: Monday Monday.
2: So good. Except, of course, the weather, which is really nice. All of a sudden. It's almost autumnal out there. Yes. Beautiful weekend. It's cooled off considerably. Except the morons out there who do stupid stuff no matter what the weather is. But we'll get to them in a moment. Robin is here. I'm here. Had a big weekend. Our buddy A.J. in San Antonio. A.J. Lopez already back safely. Down there in the basement of the Alamo Dome. After a whirlwind weekend of action starting last Wednesday, Thursday, and New Hope. At the Triumph Brewery with the Stanley Cup. Friday, we're all over the town doing touristy stuff. Saturday, we went up to Valley Forge for cornhole action, yo. It
0: then was we went a to Valley Forge
2: world. Then we went to Valley Forge Park and drove around. Then we went to Mama's Pizzeria on Belmont Avenue and had the greatest cheesesteak ever known to man, woman, or child. And then we came home and collapsed in a heap. And then he left Sunday morning. <laughs> Other than that, it was a really <laughs> non-eventful weekend. <laughs> the best part is I didn't get to watch. Unfortunately, I did get to watch because it was on the West Coast. The Phillies, where it could be a bloody Monday today at Citizens Bank Park. Will it be an off day? Will somebody be off on the off day? Because the Phillies don't play today. Well, if you watch them, they really didn't play much over the weekend in San Francisco either, Robin. And that's what happens. Forget rock bottom. The Phillies have now reached Middle Earth. I think they're putting a new movie together about that. Who did the Middle Earth movies? Were they the Hobbits living in Middle Earth?
5: No, no, no. Who lived in Middle Earth? Oh, maybe it was the Hobbits that were Middle Earth. But I'm always thinking of the uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Wasn't that a movie? Several movies, Yeah, there's a
2: lot. I think The Rock has done like five of them. But The Rock has a new movie opening every weekend.
5: Yes, he does.
2: But I digress. So good afternoon. We hope everybody had a great weekend. Every other day of the week is fine. Actually, today is fine. It is Bloody Monday. Sunny. Uh, Bloody Monday. We the phones are already ringing. We got daytime no, it's baseball. It's the same thing.
5: PCR right. Inc. It's some like somebody trying to sell us something. Can you answer it? Let's
0: put them on the air. Oh, yeah. Next time, put them on the
2: air, and we will destroy these cockroaches.
5: If it, I would destroy them. I would like blow an air horn into there if I could make them stop. But it's always a recorded person first. So annoying.
2: Now we pick it up, and the baseball game is already, and the all of a sudden, the incredible Baltimore Orioles, who pulled off one of the greatest upsets in baseball history, yes, yesterday, jumped on Amtrak, made their way up to Yankee Stadium, and they're playing the Yankees in an afternoon game. A doubleheader today, day-night doubleheader. Baltimore and the Yankees underway, and already an error at first base by the Yankees. But it is Bloody Monday. We'll find out today. Back to the Phillies. Fiasco. They fizzled in San Francisco, 27-34 and since June 1st. From first, not to worst, from first to fourth place in the National League. Just like that. And if you thought last year's swoon was an embarrassment, this year's is even worse because they were in first place in early June. And now the Mets have moved ahead of them. We have some tape, though, exclusive audio and video that we have picked up from Gabe Kapler yesterday or last night in San Francisco after that ball game. Gabe, of course, under a lot of pressure here in Philly, although he still keeps his head up high. Paul Hagan in Philly Voice today writes an interesting column about why guys like Gabe Kapler, the manager of the Phillies, are the way they are. After every game, it's always blue skies. Hey, you know what? The guys played hard. And he makes a good point, but this is, this is common knowledge for those of us who are covering the game. Back in the day, there used to be just a couple of writers who sat in the uh, in the office. They wouldn't have the big backdrop with sponsors, and the manager would come out and go live on local television. Everything in postgame now is live on TV and radio. Back in the day, a bunch of scribes would go in there, sit down with their little notepads, and then a couple of radio guys like me in the 70s would go in with our tape recorders, and then all the reporters who were accused of not getting the quote accurate, started bringing in their little digital recorders Mm -hmm. to make sure they recorded the manager too so that there was no, well, you know, you misquoted me. You didn't really say what I said. And then they could play it back and prove it. Now, because you have all that media access, not just here in Philly, but with every manager, every radio show, every post-game show, whether it's football, baseball. I mean, even the Arena Bowl had a post-game show last night. Yes, I was watching the Arena Bowl in Albany, New York. That's how pathetic I am. And we'll get to that. But meanwhile, so what happens? Gabe Kapler, after every loss, when the fans want to hear him rip somebody's asshole, he doesn't say anything negative. And everybody wants him to say something negative. But you know why he doesn't say anything negative, Robin? Why is that? Because then it will look like he's throwing his players under the bus. And when you throw your players under the bus and you don't have their back, even when they suck canal water right out of your lungs... He still is, hey, you know, he's got his players back. He's never. Back in the day, a manager would ever, you know, slip a little something to one of the riders and say, hey, you know, don't say that I said this off yeah. the record. But that douchebag so and so at third base, he killed us last night. He's not going to say that about any of his players. He's not going to say his bullpen stinks. He's not going to say his offense stinks. Because if he does that, he's condemning himself. So it's the cover your ass mentality. CYA, I like to call it. Cover your ass. Don't say anything controversial. Even though the fans are waiting for somebody to go crazy, somebody to bust up a clubhouse, they're waiting for Brett Gardner to get a baseball bat and start banging it in the uh, dugout. They don't do that here. Gabe Kapler doesn't do that. He's got to go work out and get buffed and look good so for the ladies who dig him. And oil even, up. Even the chicks don't dig Gabe Kapler anymore in this town. The same chicks who would bang this guy on, on the pitcher's mound at command. Now, all of a sudden, they're starting to cool off on Gabe Kapler. But we do have tape of Gabe Kapler after the game last night. Exclusive video of him trying to have the back of his team. And let's go to the tape, Robin. This is how you have their back.
3: What would
5: you say, Gabe? He's pausing for a question, Tony. Oh, okay. Is that Howard asking, asking him about the bullpen? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Gabe, okay, what there did you say go. to your players? Oh, black screen. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> go,
2: go, 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 go! They have it right there, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Gabe Kapler addressing the Phillies and their fan base last night after another disgusting two and five road trip and a disgusting loss in San Francisco. <laughs> and today we'll find out about Jake Arrieta. Could he be done? He hinted last night. You know what? He may just have to shut it down. I mean, let's be honest. Jake Arrieta tries. I'll give him that. He's not out there dogging it. He just is hurt. And they keep sending him out there lame. You know what's going to happen. They keep pitching him. He's going to sue the team for putting him out there when he's hurt. But remember, Jake Arrieta got mad last week when he started a game and he was pitching well, and they took him out. He got mad at the manager. Last night, he was pitching like crap, and they took him out. And he says, you know what? I hurt. I'm glad they took me out. So what is it, Jake? Listen, I don't want anybody to go out there and pitching injured, but don't try to be a hero. It doesn't matter. They can throw anybody out there and give you four innings anymore. Just don't ask anybody to go five innings because that would be just impossible to expect. And by the way, both the managers in last night's game, I even tweeted this, Bruce Bochy and Gabe Kapler were managing that game in San Francisco on ESPN National Television like it was Game 7 of the World Series. But both teams went through like nine pitchers in this game. It's a stinking crappy game between two mediocre baseball teams on a Sunday night. It's ridiculous. (sighs) Not Jake from State Farm. No, not Jake the Snake or any of the other. Jake Westbrook. You name the Jakes. Not the Reverend TD Jakes. Sounds
5: like a new TV show. Name the Jakes. Name the Jakes. (laughs) Now on CBS, (laughs) prime time.
2: And now the Cubs come to town, so the Phillies are off. Cubs, meanwhile, it's been crazy in baseball. The Mets were cooled off
0: by the Nationals.
2: The Nationals 7-4 yesterday. The Braves stay 6.5 up on Washington. The Mets are now eight games back in third place, and while you were sleeping or out enjoying the summer weekend, the Phillies fell into fourth place. As I told you on Friday, they would be in fourth place by the weekend if they didn't go into San Francisco. Forget about splitting the series. They lost three out of four to the Giants. Give the Giants credit. Their pitching was good. I mean, they actually hit the ball, which they normally don't do, but when you get one hit in one game, three hit in another game, and you have a supposedly really good lineup, you stink out loud. So now, Phillies are nine games out. In the wild card, their chances now are diminishing. I saw this... This is on uh, MLB Network last night. i got to pull it up. I took a picture of a screenshot, as we like to say, Robin. And I know you love screenshots.
5: Uh, yes.
2: I'm going to find this. So we know the wild card situation. You've got Washington's up a half game. So they have the first wild card right now. If the season ended today, and the Phillies can no longer say, you know, if the season ended right now, we're still in the wild card. We would be the second wild card. No, you wouldn't. Because the Phillies are now... The Cardinals are a half game behind Washington. So they're the second wild card right now. And the Cards got hot again. They've won three in a row. They've been up and down all year. Milwaukee is a half game behind the Cardinals for the second wild card. The Mets are a game out of the wild, second wild card. And the Phillies are two out of the second wild card. Arizona three, Giants three and a half. Bottom line is the, the chances of the Phillies now getting the second wild card have been reduced to 8%. They have an 8% chance. Now, this is done by the mathematicians and all the geeks who follow all the statistical crap. The same guys who sit there and figure out, hey, you know, against left-handed hitter, this guy does this, so Jake better go out and, uh, so, so Gabe better go out and change the pitcher because the pitcher the book says, we got to do this, the analytics say this. And then the shit blows up in their face, and you know what happens?
4: Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be
2: shit. Actually, with the Phillies, it's not sometimes make good because the Phillies, whatever move they make, And the same thing happened to the Giants. Boch had his pitcher out in the second inning. These guys are taking out starting pitchers in the second inning. Like it's an absolute – there's still like 44 games left in the season, and these guys are micromanaging in the middle of stinking August. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So I'm saying there's still a chance? I'm not saying it. You know who didn't have a chance yesterday, Robin? What? The Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles. Yesterday, if you were a gambling degenerate and you spent time online betting or you were in a casino somewhere uh-huh, uh-huh. in a sports book, you were probably itching a little bit because you know how bad the Baltimore Orioles are. I mean, they stink out loud. And the Orioles, by the way, have taken a one nothing lead over the New York Yankees in the top of the first inning at Yankee Stadium. How about those Orioles? So those Orioles, yesterday were a minus 460, or I should say the Astros were minus 460. So if you wanted to bet on the Houston Astros, who are the best team in baseball, I don't think there's any doubt about it right now. They've got it all together. They had one what, eight in a row? So the degenerates, as I mentioned before, when people would lay $2,000 to win 100 in these ridiculous bets, the long-shot odds, well, you're sitting around, you're a gambling degenerate, especially baseball, the worst sport to bet. Because you have to lay crazy odds when a team is much better than the other team. So the Astros yesterday at uh, at st- at the uh, what's the one? I can't even read my own type. At <laughs> Caesars, they were Astros were minus four sixty. So you had to lay up four hundred and sixty dollars to win hundred dollars on the Orioles. At another casino in Vegas, five fifty. You had to lay five hundred and fifty dollars for the Houston Astros to win. So in other words, if you bet the Baltimore Orioles, which basically no one did, except, you know, people who have a lot of money and will throw it on the underdogs, which is the only way to bet in baseball. The Astros, for the first time in 15 years, won a game as a huge underdog at almost over minus 400 to 1. That's ridiculous. Not 400 to 1, minus $400 to win a 100. So the Orioles lose, they win, the Astros lose. They were down 7-5, to five, the Orioles. Bottom of the ninth, they rally for three. This is a day after they lost 23-2. to two. So the Astros beat the Orioles 23-2 to two on Saturday. So obviously all the gambling degenerates are going to go, hey, man, the Baltimore Orioles stick. We know that. We've seen that. Guy hits it inside the park, base-clearing home run in the corner on a routine ball that went into the corner. The left fielder dropped it, picked it up, dropped it again. Guy touched them all. So you're thinking, hey, or uh, Houston Astros, easy money. Easy money. Not so fast, my friends. Astros lose, Orioles win, and now they're about to lay a beat down on the New York Yankees. Well, they're up 1 0 in the first inning. So the wild card, Cleveland and Minnesota tied. They're 2.5 up on Tampa Bay. The A's are a game and a half out for the second wild card. Boston is 7.5 out. So things are starting to shape up. As I said on Friday. You only have two pennant races still going on. The National League Central, where the Cubs are coming into Philly to start a series tomorrow night. By the way, the Cubs suck on the road. So now the pressure mounts on the Phillies. The Phillies are stinking it up everywhere they go. So now if they want to stay in this second wild card race, they'll face a Cub team that's really horrible on the road this year. So, well, something's got to give. And the Cubs are up on St. Louis – Two games up now in the Central Division of the National League. The Brewers are two and a half out. So that's that race in the National League Central and the American League Central with the red hot Cleveland Indians and the Minnesota Twins tied up atop that division. The only two legitimate pennant races going on right now as far as divisional races. If it wasn't for the wild card, baseball would fail, would basically be non existent in most cities. Their teams would be giving away sections of seats to try to get people to go out to baseball games. That's the only thing that is saving baseball right now is these two wild cards. Because would anybody in Philly, or anybody in a lot of these other cities care about baseball right now? I don't think so. Anyway, we got a lot of football to get to. Here in Philly at the Eagles camp this morning, we had pushing and shoving. No, it wasn't those morons who went to that exhibition game last Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans. And we'll play that clip for you. I saw it on uh, Friday, and it pretty much confirmed what I said about exhibition football and morons who have to drink to go to stupid football games or any sporting event. But it's more more prevalent, obviously, at football games. Football games were made for people to start drinking six, seven hours before the game even starts. (laughs) I'm no prude here. I've been to a couple of tailgates. Uh I've done lose shots with with vodka at the Army-Navy game. I've witnessed this. With four-star generals. But I didn't have to get wasted. You can go out to a sporting event and, you know, do a lose shot Mm -hmm. with military heroes down there at Citizens Bank Park when the Army-Navy game a couple of years ago was really cold. They had this gigantic block of ice. Oh, it was awesome. Set up and for charity you go up there and you say let's do a shot
5: not many people can say that they did an ice lose shot with a four star no general. exactly
2: right i should be in some sort of military i, I should be able i should be eligible for uh, what's the uh, what's the what's the insurance company you always see that they denied me because even though my dad was a military member
5: yeah aarp
2: not aarp aarp, no, AARP. Sorry, sorry. usa US- US- sorry 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 i want to be a usaa member for life i did a lose shot of vodka with a four-star general. Yes. My dad was an army paratrooper. How do I not have USAA?
5: He saw... He,
2: he saw the greatness in me. Yes. He saw that I, he was a leader and I was one of his men. And he said, son, step right up here, get under that damn ice luge, and let that baby flow. Yet Let's... I'm not a USA member for life. Let's USAA. see if you're a man. <laughs> ARP. Any slap dick could be an ARRP. All you no, gotta do is send yes, the money.
5: Yes, but USAA they're very very strict. And apparently, like <laughs> I, I I looked into it for you because if your if your direct parent, direct, I guess there's only one way to have a parent. If your parent wa- served in the military, especially if they served during wartime, yes then you should get automatically in. I know, but they but- have the right
2: to say, ah, oh, you know what?
5: No, there was something not weird. Got- was- I don't
2: know. I don't want to get into the USA. They do a great job. I'm not not. Obviously, no, they have great the best- coverage.
5: Yeah, I mean, I-, I still would love to figure out how to get I you in there. I did not
2: drink with General Patton, General Francisco Franco, Generalissimo Francisco Franco, General Mills, what other generals are there? Oh, the yeah. general, the auto insurance general with Shaq. I didn't drink with him. I thank, drank with a four-star general. Thank you,
5: Collins21. They have now subscribed for five months in a row.
2: Five in a row?
5: Five in a row.
2: Four. Four is usually the limit, but if you want to go five, then you probably drink excessively, and we thank you, at, an, at a tailgate. So anyway, that's enough on the USAA and the fact that people have to go out and drink. So at Eagles training camp this morning, Derek Barnett, who was injured last year, former first-round pick defensive lineman, they're out there. Nice day for baseball. Nice day for football. Cool out there. And not, got chippy today. So Barnett's going up against the rookie first-round draft pick, Andre Dillard. Dillard's trying to block on the offensive line, and they were pushing and shoving. Barnett is now technically a veteran because he's been in the league a couple of years. And so he it gets, it gets heated. They yeah. have to separate these guys. Yeah. And this happens a lot in training camp. But then, you know, they, they the guys are pushing, and they did it twice. And so... Most football players will say, that's a good sign. That's a good sign out there. Except if somebody gets hurt and somebody falls over and lands on somebody's leg. Yeah, that's bad. So they had calmed them down. So that was the big story at uh, training camp for the Eagles today as they get ready for another meaningless exhibition game on Thursday night. But the thing that happened last week is something that I've been preaching a long time. You know me. I'm not Mr. Morality. I'm as immoral as they come. I don't play the do as I say, not as I do. yes. Tony,
5: I mean, you are about as immoral as they come. Heaven is not guaranteed for you.
2: It doesn't matter. I can go see the Pope extensively and spend a day (laughs) doing a confession. Yes. And I would still not be clear.
5: You're definitely going to be spending some time in purgatory. I would have
2: to be on my knees
5: (laughs) probably for the
2: rest of 2019 just to catch up on the Our Fathers and Hail Marys that I would have to do to be able to clear my name from the ledger of sinners. Yeah, yeah. Not saints and sinners, just sinners. I
5: mean, I've, so for those of you, I have asked Tony how come he hasn't gone to confession as a Catholic, make his mother happy. He's like, if I had to go to confession, I, it would take the, the, me three, four days just to get through the, the litany. Confessional the confessional
2: would catch on, it would spontaneously <laughs> erupt into flames. As soon as I close the door in the confessional for all, of, you know, people who know what confession is for your Catholics, you go into the room, now he sits face to face. You think I'm going to sit face to face with a priest and tell him my sins? Back in the day, you'd go. In the priest was in the middle room. There were three doors. Uh huh. You choose either the left door or the right door. You go. Don't go in the middle door. The priest is in there.
5: No, I'm not. See, see, this is the problem with Catholicism. <laughs> it's like there's way too many hoops to go through to get to heaven. I think that. But but here, uh, T. Jackson said, "Heaven is a game day decision for Tony." Yes, it is. Yes.
2: No, I think it's pretty much decided. I'm going downstairs. I'm getting in the elevator, and I'm pushing basement. I'm pushing sub basement. Well, you're, in fact, I won't have even have, have to push the bottom. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't now, even have to push. Here's the what I
5: don't understand about that. <laughs> just just as a little side note, Tony, with a Catholic religion, <laughs> is that if you have a deathbed confession where you yeah. where you a priest comes and you just are barely able to get out a couple of words, then then you can still go to heaven. Like you can't. You don't have to do the full confession.
2: You know where I'm going, Robin. I said the elevator's going all the way down to the lowest level. Let's be honest. I'm on a highway to hell. That highway's going right down, baby. I'll get in the elevator and God will cut the cord. Thank you, KOP Joe. I'm in the I'm in the left lane and passing everybody on the highway to hell you're like in uh, the
5: the hell hov lane exactly.
2: <laughs> no i'll be alone robin
5: oh no oh
2: i can't take you to hell with me can i
5: well i think i have my own uh, my <laughs> own issues there so maybe yeah
2: by the way the yankees have just hit a three somebody with number 18 i, I hate when the yankees don't wear the names on their jerseys how the hell do i know is that dd is that D.D. Gregorius has just hit a three-run bomb at Yankee Stadium, and the Yankees now take a 3-1 lead against the Baltimore Baltimore Orioles before countless hundreds at Yankee Stadium. Anyway, so back to the highway to hell, Robin.
5: Yep. Yeah, no, I, I think that I will definitely be in the passenger seat. I think there's certain ac- proclivities I have that are frowned upon in the establishment. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs>
2: I crank it up a little bit more. Come on, we're on a highway to hell. customers, <laughs> you Oh my! See, Robin, you can't be in the passenger seat. Why not? Because you think you've been immoral enough to warrant a one-way ticket to hell. Oh, there's. You're things. not even Catholic.
5: I know, but not so. So you're saying only Catholics go to hell?
2: Nah, pretty much everybody goes to hell these days. <laughs> you may make a stop at purgatory. See, I was in that. I was in the range of purgatory, which is the the gray area between yes, hell and yes, heaven. yes, yes. And that's what they told kids in Catholic school. You know, you, you don't want to go to purgatory because you'll be in there. It's like a long time out. It's like sitting in the corner for week after week after week. And now the Yankees have just gone back to back. Gleibor Torres, his 24th home run of the year, and the route is on. Baltimore took a 1-0 lead, and, yes, the Yankees just stepped right up in the bottom of the first and have already started laying the beat down. 4-1 Yankees.
5: I think out. one of my, I think one of the best movies about heaven, hell, purgatory, and all that is... Like um, movie God with the, no, what's his name? No, no. Robin Williams did a movie based upon a book called What Dreams May Come. Fantastic. I mean, if you want to, if you want to really understand what I don't want to serious, but I'm talking about
2: how... Why the hell would I want to go see some Tear Jerker movie? Is it a no, Tear Jerker?
5: Uh, yeah, no, I don't want to see that. It is a Tear Jerker in a certain way, but it's it's also beautiful. and, and Well, <laughs> of course, I to me, Robin Williams could practically do no wrong. So
2: You want to go to hell? You either get on the Schuylkill Expressway westbound <laughs> past City Line <laughs> Avenue or I-95 through Center City all the way up, almost to Ben Salem. That's a living hell every single day, Robin. So anyway, back to football.
5: Here Philly Yerp. Heaven don't want me and Hell's Scared I'm taking over. You're
2: damn right. No, I don't watch Awakenings again. The only the the good movies are like God with uh, what's his name? Who played God?
5: Uh Morgan Freeman.
2: Morgan Freeman. They gotta be they have to be funny movies. You're not gonna watch a depressing movie about hell. Hell's already depressing enough. It was
5: based upon a fantastic book. I don't care about fantastic books. And it's Robin Williams. I mean, there's. I know it was
2: five year anniversary yesterday of the Uh, death of Robin Williams. Ah. So you got to make me don't bring this show down, Robin. I know. I'm already upset. The Philly season is technically over. the The Philadelphia Soul go up to Albany, ladies and gentlemen, Albany, New York, the state capital, and lose Arena Bowl 32 last night. They haven't been this excited in Albany since Governor Cuomo said that America was never great. They haven't been this excited since. you got to go way back to May of this year, when the Albany Patroons won the Basketball League title, the TBL. They're straight and baby. They beat the Yakima Sun Kings, Robin. Your Albany Patroons, the Albany Empire, who I believe do install carpeting in the offseason, you remember Empire Cartner? Uh-huh. Car- Empire, the guy comes out and they play the jingle? Yes, yes. Today, Empire. Empire Carpeting. I think most of these guys will go back to their full-time jobs of installing for Empire Carpets. And they beat the Philadelphia... And here's the interesting thing about the... Uh, and I love Ron Jaworski. He's a great friend. I've known him since, since he came here from the Rams in 1977. The Arena Football League, a couple of years ago... Was 14 teams in this league. Then they went down to four teams in four years, from 14 to four. A lot of fours in there. Four. Four. And then they added two teams to make it up to six. So the six teams in the Arena League, the Albany Empire came into the league last year, the Atlantic City, whatever the hell they're called, Blackjacks. So what's interesting to note here, Ron Jaworski, who owns the Philadelphia Soul, also owns. The company that runs the Albany Empire and the Atlantic City Blackjacks. So Ron Jaworski pretty much runs three of the six teams in the Arena Football League. The one he lost to in the championship game last night up in Albany, and the one that he welcomed in in Atlantic City this year. And it's you know, listen, people want to go, they go watch it, but that's why nobody cares. You can't have a legitimate sports league where there's only six teams. But that won't stop my friends up there in Albany. And if you're listening up in Albany, let me know if the uh, parade plans have been made. I I saw a piece over the weekend on PBS, on public radio, the public broadcasting system, going on the streets of Philadelphia, asking people in this city about the Philadelphia Soul. Will you be watching the Arena League Championship game last night, Arena Bowl 32 on ESPN2? I will be willing to bet and people are saying, I don't even know what the soul They don't even know what the soul is. And this team's won three championships, Robin. That is an outrage. Three arena balls. The banners are hanging at the Wells Fargo Center. I guarantee you cornhole on ESPN2 that people were ripping all afternoon when they were showing the highlights. Live at Valley Forge where we went and where I got this great shirt. People are already commenting. Yes. You know where I got this shirt from, Robin? I- Matt Guy himself. <laughs> yeah. Guy Nation, I have video. baby.
5: I have video of Guy you receiving. Guy Nation, yo. I have video of you receiving that shirt, Tony.
2: You know how I got this shirt? Do we have the tape? Yes. We should go to this tape. So yesterday, we're hanging out at Valley Forge. My old buddy from Temple, Danielle Maslany, doing PR for this. And, I, you know, and I, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of cornhole. I've played it. I haven't played it in three years. So I go out there, and now there's a gigantic convention center, and there had to be a 1,000 people throwing bags at boards. I haven't heard that much slapping since I was at that last orgy a couple of weeks ago. But it wasn't board slapping. It was usually just like butt slapping and stuff. How crazy was that yesterday? We arrived, and all these people from all over the country wearing all their tricked-out shirts... From every conceivable league, every state, every country, even Canadians were there.
5: And I want to apologize, by the way, because I was wrong about something. What? You asked me uh, uh, at the beginning of the day when we were leaving the house and you couldn't find a pair of shoes. You're like, I can just wear my flip-flops. And I was like, Tony, I don't think you should wear flip-flops. I know how they do this, Robin. And I was wrong because at least 50% of the people there were wearing flip-flops. One of those kids (laughs) who's
2: like 16 years old who's one of the champion doubles guys? Mm Mm-hmm. He's wearing, like, white socks and shower sandals. Yeah, yeah. The one guy we interviewed holds a, a, a cool a thermos in one hand yes. and plays in the other
5: hand. And he ma- it's a thermos that makes it look like it's coffee.
2: No, it doesn't look like He knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> you do not drink coffee when you play corno. But it's funny. The guys have the earpieces yes. in. Some guys wear earpieces. The one guy came over to me and put his earpieces in me. Oh, did he? He do you hear what I'm listening to? And I didn't recognize the song, but it's like a rhythm thing. So these guys, it's like poker players, wear sunglasses, ah. cornhole players. Well, you know, it's all do whatever about getting in the
5: rhythm, so that exactly. makes total sense.
2: You can wear anything. Hissner, that's right. We interviewed both of those guys.
5: Yes, we did.
2: The two gentlemen, Peterson and Hissner, they were the doubles champs.
5: I have that video as well.
2: But I want to go to the interesting video. Because okay. the guy we had on the show a couple of times mm-hmm. is Matt Guy, who along with his son is one of the great, yes. great cornhole champions in this country. Guys from Kentucky, we had him on the show, a no holds barred, tell all interview, where he pretty much, because you, you talk to a lot of the younger cornhole players, they don't talk about drinking beer. Guy says, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We're going to not talk about that we drink beer and play cornhole? So yesterday, I run into guy and meet him for the first time because we've talked, but I never actually met him in person. And so then there was a bar right near us. Mm -hmm. Guy was there. We do the introductions, and then we walk over to the bar at the Valley Forge Casino Convention Center, and this is what happened, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Why is the volume not on?
2: I don't know, Robin. All I do is throw throw it to you, and you play the tape.
5: I know. Hold on. It's not playing. Why is it Clarky
2: Bob says, Cornhole is bocce ball for non-Italians or curling for non-Canadians. No, it's, you know, it's amazing. And I, I saw let me tell you, I went out there, I sucked in the first game. I got wiped out. The guy that I played, by the way, was the 2nd rank player in America. So I'm not playing some other slapdick who hasn't played cornhole in three years. So I was just trying to get into a rhythm. Because, you know, when you play with your friends in a backyard, you don't have it set up exactly at 27 feet. You don't have the best – you don't even have the best boards unless you're down there with Danny Dow in Orlando where he's got his own boards. But all the boards are the same – the bag's all pretty much the same. There's the shiny side and the flip side. As they say in the trucking industry, keep the, side, the, side, the, the shiny side up and the greasy side down. So I, had, I, I didn't get into a rhythm right away. Finally, in the second game, I'm playing this gentleman from Maryland who's like the best cornhole guy in Maryland. And he actually knew who I was, and he used to listen to me. So now I'm feeling like the guy was like happy to meet me. So what happens? I go out there, Robin, and on the first throws by me, airmail two into the bag, one up, three nothing on this man. And people are saying, Tony, three nothing, bro? Everybody stopped. Every other board stopped slamming. Everybody else came over. Matt Guy, everybody said, dude, this Bruno guy, he just flipped the switch. He's on fire right now. Robin has it on video. We will show you my three airmail beauties. Yesterday, for those of you ripping me because I lost to a guy in the first round, a guy who's the second right. I was, we were put into it in the celebrity exemption, Robin, AJ from San Antonio and I, we weren't playing against like guys who, cause there's nobody there who just decides to walk up and play. There's, you have to pay money to get into these things. You don't just show up and start throwing bags. So what happens? I get routed in the first game. Adam. I was embarrassed. So now we have it, Robin. So tell me what's happening, please. I can only vamp for so long.
5: I know. There is an audio issue on everything except for when we were interviewing Is Hisner and uh, Cody Anderson. We don't have Matt Guy, me buying him a beer? We have the video, but apparently there was audio
2: appliance. Damn it, Robin. Can I lip sync while you play? So Matt Guy says he has a box of shirts, these Guy Nation shirts, which they sell. And I said, Guy, what would it take for me to get one of those Guy Nation hole. shirts.
5: Okay, so that's what we're so. We, I don't have
2: Bruno Nation shirt. You can
5: see, you can. Unfortunately, I don't know what's going on. So again. I so
2: I walk over to the bar. I said, "Guy, what's it going to take to get a Guy Nation shirt?" He says, "Buy me a beer." Oh, oh that's there's that, that thing again. The, the, the thing. It sounds like some sounds like somebody's it's, knocking on the wall on the sheetrock. It sounds so
5: loud. You guys don't. So who is that? That's Stevie V.
2: Stevie V, I'm serious.
5: Stevie V's walk-up I jumped up
2: again. I was startled because it's done in stereo. So yeah. one side, it sounds like somebody's knocking on the wall yeah. behind us on side. I don't the know right if side. you guys at
5: home are getting it, but it goes in <laughs> one e, one of our headset phones and then it goes on the other. It's, yeah. So it sounds like so it's sounds coming. Like somebody's around.
2: knocking on this side and then all of a sudden they moved. It's like you're being in a haunted house. And you know when you watch those uh, paranormal shows, it's, did you hear that? There's no way you missed this. Yeah. This was absolutely... I got to find that thing, man. That is unbelievable.
5: So anyway, this was a really funny bit where they're going back and forth about uh, buying him a beer and trade for the shirt. I bought him
2: a Budweiser. He drinks Bud. $4 Budweiser. Tony gets himself a Guy Nation shirt. Yes, he did. I mean, how great is that? Do I give myself a roaring round of applause for that? He would have given me the shirt for nothing, probably. But I got to buy my man Guy Nation a beer. Matt Guy and his son, Trevor. Stop the hammering is right. Even Danny Dow says that sucks. I don't even have a Guy Nation shirt. And Danny is a man who makes the finest boards in America. I know. Down there in Orlando, Florida. He was going to be up here. This was the the world championship at Valley Forge this weekend. This wasn't some, like, half-ass... Bunch of guys show up and play bocce or boards or whatever you want to call it. It's cornhole. We, we cleared that up, right? Yes, we did. There's no such thing. All you people in Chicago who call it bag or bags, it is not called bags. It's called cornhole. So let's get that perfectly clear.
5: Now, I do, I do have the interview with Adam Hisner and uh, Cody Anderson, and that has audio.
2: And these guys won the, uh, the mixed... World Championship, they beat a couple of the Canadian dudes.
5: That's correct. Yesterday,
2: though, I was watching. They got eliminated. They got eliminated in another doubles competition. But let's go to the pre-game interview, exclusive interview. This reporter, Tony Bruno, while all of you were sitting at home or on the beach or drinking, what was I doing? I was out working hard for you, the cornhole community from coast to coast from around the world. Hissner, ladies and gentlemen. Now you guys play as a team all the time? Yes, Okay. Pennsylvania Valley Boards Casino. Love this place, been here many times, but never for an event like this, never for cornhole. You know, we've gone to cornhole down in Tampa, Orlando, New Jersey, out in actually out in uh, Sonoma, California, we've, we've done some cornholing out there. But now, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, I can say I'm interviewing world champions. These guys are world leaping champions, as Chase Utley said when the Phillies won the World Series. Back in 2008, these guys beat Cody Henderson and Adam Hessner, and they are in the ACL Champions. They already won the world title, so they're relaxing, but they still have more to do
5: here in
2: Valley Forge, right? And just like that.
5: And the audio just disappeared. There must be something wrong with the cable that I was using, and unfortunately, the little thing that I have does not allow me to monitor Oh, rapid the
2: audio oh man this is a no, 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 total wait.
5: outrage I'm over
2: there sweating over slaving over a hot bags I'm throwing my ass off do we at least have the video of me air mailing a couple in oh, here's, oh and
5: see audio just came back here so Dude. Let's see where it it's, a, it's a long
2: weekend troubles and I'm happy to be to play. You guys are playing next door here at the Valley Forge Complex, and that's where the televised part is, but here in this room, there's got to be 500 boards going on in here, right? Is this normal? Yeah, I mean, it, it, really, it
1: really is difficult. A lot of these national events that we get to play, you have so many people from all over the country that come out to play these events here, and it's so overwhelming even for players like us because you see so many new faces and you're getting able to interact with everybody. It's a great experience for players from all different skill levels, and I'm happy to be part
3: of
2: it. No, it's awesome. And, and, you know, you'll hear this, you probably hear this in your sleep at night, the sound of all these bags hitting boards nonstop, hundreds of bags. Constant tinnitus, constant tinnitus. Yeah, it's a lot.
3: It's a lot to take in. That's for sure.
2: No, when you sleep at night, do you hear this in your head?
1: I, I have a fan to drown it out. Oh. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> so now we're here on a Saturday afternoon. So you guys will play again tomorrow, right? Yes. yes. And this is for the U.S. Championship. This will be the Pro Doubles Championship. The Pro Doubles Championship. No, 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 no. And then where do you go from here? We will also have the singles today, and uh, hopefully
1: we can both make a run. Hopefully you don't have to face each other till really late in the tournament and can make a big run, but. Uh, we uh, we got more work to do. It's it's a, it's a long week at Cornhole. We have a lot of events. We have a lot of uh, championships we want to win. We're able to compete. We've done well so far, but we're not done yet.
2: Well, guys, you know people always talk about is Cornhole a sport? Are you athletes? They say the same thing about esports. Is that a sport? Of course, it's a sport.
1: Oh, it's definitely a sport. I mean, I mean, you got to figure. We, we play from usually 9 a.m. to almost 8 p.m. You're throwing all the time. So, I mean, your practice is the same thing. It's the same repetition.
2: you got to keep going. And to keep your focus all day, I I mean, it's a struggle. And, you know, you could be, I mean, you're never going to get worse. But it's like golf. You always have to keep practicing, right? Because on any given day, you know, one wrong toss could cost you. It could cost you the game. Exactly. How long? Because uh, it's huge. People think this used to be a backyard thing. Cornhole is immense in this country. Yeah. How many? Do you know what, what the number is on how many cornhole leagues and how many people are oh, man. playing?
1: I, I know that uh, there's anywhere from 20 to 50,000 active at the moment. Wow. And it's going. It's, it's growing so much more with the ESPN exposure and the national exposure in general it's it's great for players like us who started out in the backyard like like you said we played a lot of festivals and stuff starting out and we took a lot of beatdowns and we found the pro tour once they started to really organize and to just to have the privilege of coming out here traveling all around the country playing in these major events meeting all these people it's it's a great experience for all of us and uh it's, it's
2: really exciting now the boards are all right because my buddy danny dow down there in orlando makes And a lot of people make great boards, exclusive boards, but these are all regulations, so you have to play on these boards, right? You can't bring your own boards. You can bring your own bags, but you can't bring your own boards. So these are regulations. And it's not like a bowling alley with different hours. I mean, the boards are all the same, so you don't have to worry about them being too slippery. They don't put any stuff on them, right, when they do it. This is just natural boards. It's
1: all the same... The same coating on the top on all these boards.
2: Now, can you go up there and, like, put a little wax on it? If no, mu- no. spots? So you, you can't you manipulate can... the board whatsoever. Really? Can yeah. you manipulate the bag, though? Can the bag be juiced? <laughs> or <laughs> can it be on steroids on the bag? It would,
1: I guess that would be frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> you, have,
2: you, have, you have so
1: many bag makers now that have so many different models and styles for if you want to play a slower game or a faster game. Right. However you want to play your style, you can find a bag maker that's going to have a specific bag for your style. We have one for our style, a lot of players have for their style, and that's how you really manipulate how the game's going to be played so much, not so much like how the boards are, how the equipment's going to play, how much, how you want to play
2: the game. But it was called cornhole because there were corn kernels in the bags, but you don't use corn kernels anymore. What do they put in the bags? No,
1: it's a plastic resin. Mm -hmm. You can actually wash the bags, they can get wet. Um, Like I said, pretty much, I don't know, go ahead. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a resin bag. Um, they can take a lot of beat down, they they uh, are all weather bags, they last a lot longer. Corn bags the, the biggest complaint most people had with those was they would last. If you played all year long, they would last maybe six months and you have to toss them out. So right. we shan- we can't call it cornhole anymore, right? No, we no we have to now, call it
2: Now I will be throwing today. But I do. Luckily, I'm right-handed I because I have. You can see I've got see situation here. But I'm yeah. not going to use that as an excuse because I'm I throw right-handed. Okay. So if I, you know, and I'm not. I haven't played in a couple years. So, and I'm not playing for any championships. I'm just playing to show off to the world that I'm a guy who's won bocce championships. I've won golf tournaments, and now I'm going to try not to beat you guys, but just to be there and, and look respectable playing cornhole or bags. Now you guys call it bags too. Because um, that's one of the debates bags or cornhole? It depends
1: on where you come from. East Coast is mostly cornhole. I think if you go to the West Coast, they call it bags. No, uh-huh. it's, it's Chicago. Is it Chicago? If you're, if you're from Chicago, you call it bags. If you're within three hours from Chicago, everywhere else in the country will call it cornhole. cornhole. Why cornhole. can't we
2: just settle on one consistent I'm, thing? I'm,
1: I'm personally fine with whatever you want to call it. I just want to win.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but if we can't even decide what's the right, what the call is for, it's cornhole. Right? It's, it's
1: cornhole, but it's, yet
2: some people say bags.
1: Bags. They, I mean, they throw bags. Right. I, it's understandable.
2: We gotta get to get this sport really to like ahead of the NFL, the NBA, and other sports, college basketball, you name it. We've got to we've got to come up with a consistent name every time we play. Majority
1: of it's cornhole. Let's go. With cornhole. Majority of it. We're it's going, cornhole. going cornhole. No
2: more bags. The next person yep. I hear see bags, you're gonna have hell to pay. I'm telling you right now, guys. Tremendous congratulations. Keep Thank it going. We'll you. be watching you on ESPN. The, A- the ACL, baby, is Dick my time would say it's awesome bags, baby. Awesome bags. <laughs> Thanks, God. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You're not getting that kind of intensive. Sixty minutes should be calling me to do extensive interviews, breaking down things that, they, that people don't explain. You just turn it on and you watch. Nobody asks the important questions, Robin. Yes, my bags are all weather too. People are commenting on the bags, Robin. A.J. in San Antonio said he corked his bags, but it didn't matter. My bags are all weather, except when you're in a swimming pool or you're outside in the rain a lot, the bags do change from the normal bags. Bags change.
5: They, they do. Like they... bowling
2: balls don't change. The alleys change. Bags, ladies and gentlemen. Danny Dow liking the interview, giving me a roaring round of applause from afar.
5: Okay. So hold on a second. So here's in the background, you'll see Tony throw. He's is this my match against
2: the gentleman from? Uh, yes. His name was Mike Hoffman from Maryland. One of yes. the great players in this country. These were all elite players in there. These weren't like there, slap Tony dicks. Tony got, got one thing. in
5: right there. You
2: see that? Was it air mailed right in?
5: That one wasn't an airmail, but that it was close. Slid in. There is another one that you do. You got to get him on after.
2: the board. That's the key. Get him on the board. And then you got to try to slide yours away from the other guy. And I had all those skills, but you can't play this game unless you practice, Robin.
5: Well, one of the you got to practice this game. One of the things that we notice that almost everybody does, and you just see this they get guy that little doing little They have sort of like a frisbee spin to it.
2: Yeah, when it goes up in the air, it's spinning around, round, round, round like a wreckage.
5: So there, Tony was actually up. He I was, was up, up three by nothing. Three. Yeah, I know.
2: Did you show the shots there, Robin? I did, and I showed and that people he was who up can three watch nothing. this now.
5: And then that didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> just like it, so you did. You for just a brief. Again, second, if I
2: practiced for an hour and I took and I had the regulation bags, and you know that you've seen me win cornhole t- events. Yeah, you saw me in Sonoma where I was down like five, six, nothing, and it came back and ran the table.
5: Yeah, but I told you you needed to start drinking, which you did not listen to, and um, then that's where. So that was the that was the uh, the air net, the air hole. The air hole. Airbag, whatever you call it. <laughs> that was the airbag that just went in.
2: Yeah, that was the air mail, Robin. Air mail. You can the learn the terminology I'm here.
5: I'm sorry.
2: It's airmailing it.
5: Airmail. That was the airmail that went in there.
2: Tony throws like the Minnesota Twins bullpen. No, I don't.
5: I airmailed three
2: bags in my second game. So give me and I'm playing against world champions. I want to see some of the other tough guys out there like Deans talking crap. If I practiced, I could be a professional bagger—not sandbagger, not carpet bagger, but a cornholer.
0: But anyway, the women, there, the women yeah.
2: are really good too. They're just so smooth. You know, it's, it's, it's you don't have to be strong. No, you don't have to be heavy. Anybody can throw a bag. You just got to get a rhythm. It's a rhythm thing.
5: There was actually one woman, really great story, who had brain cancer, and she started playing cornhole to uh, get back her coordination and speech. That was one of her therapies. And, and there's she sixteen-year-old. So there are
2: 16-year-olds yeah. playing this, 19-year-olds, 70-year-olds. So again, is it, is it going to compete with other sports? No, but you turn on the TV, you flip around on all the sports channels. They're showing all these sports. Extreme sports, you know, the Ocho did the pizza stuff I didn't get. Robin, can you give me a little bit of uh, some music here? I got this. You know what's going to get you eventually, Robin, right? The rhythm. The rhythm is going to get you.
5: And we want to thank... Who was that? Uh, that was Mogster99 is now following us. Beautiful. And we have a bunch of people that are following us that are new. People Covered... Wait. People Covered in Fish...
2: People covered in fish. People
5: covered in fish.
2: I saw them at the TLA last week. <laughs> they opened up for uh, who else was there?
5: And AJ Marcos uh, subscribing for a second month. Thank you, thank you. What up, Bruno Familia?
2: What up, yo? Um,
5: LLC Mac, Ev Black forty nine, Davis twenty three seventy one, the L Dave, <laughs> D Garcia forty forty. And Vitalis four one six.
2: Not Vitalis. Do they still so, make that?
5: Thank you very, very much for all of those who are following us, and everybody that has been giving us bits on this fabulous Monday morning. Um, it's Monday
2: afternoon, Robin.
5: Not everywhere. Some oh, okay, people are that's listening right. no, to us. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, so um, we thank you for the bits. We were just talking about it uh, over the weekend. Where we were? Where were we? We were at a bar or someplace, and they were. It was, they were explaining it. It's just as if somebody were to buy us a drink. Oh, what's well, when we were at the uh, Stanley Cup celebration? That's right. And uh, everybody at the bar agreed. It's like, who wouldn't want to buy Tony Bruno a drink? Well, that's what you do when you give us bits. You're buying us a drink, saying cheerio, folks.
2: Mockster99 says, just saw you tw- a stream on Twitch. Used to love listening to you on the radio into the night. We did it into the night on Friday nights. We bring it back on Fridays. And now we're doing this every day. So we want to thank all the new people finding us out there.
5: And I know that some people have a hard time streaming the video when they're on uh, their, depending on where they are, sometimes it's uh, buffering constantly. If you have that issue because you're in a bad Wi-Fi location or bad, um, uh, your your cell phone uh, data plan is not downloading fast enough, you can switch over to audio only. So that you can still hear us without any hiccups. Uh, just go up into the little settings when you're watching the video. Go up into the settings cog. And then scroll down until you get the audio only. And then that way you won't have any issues.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Trey Mancini has just left the yard at Yank Me Stadium. It is a 5-2 ball game. Yankees went up uh, 5-1. Orioles, so Orioles, two solo shots. Trey Mancini, not related, of course, to the great Henry Mancini. Or maybe he is. You know, we're seeing all the offspring. Mike Yastrzemski, the grandson of Carl Yastrzemski. Uh Uh-huh. Dante Bichette's kid. You look around the league, all the offspring of great players. Vladdy Jr. It's unbelievable. Not Mikey Buffering. No, Michael Buffering. That's Michael Buffering. Yes, I didn't get I didn't have any I didn't drink anything yesterday. And that probably was because we were drinking so much. You know, from the Stanley Cup day where Robin's drinking twenty five dollars beers with AJ
5: at the beautiful Triumph Brewery.
2: And then we're where were we on Friday? And we're driving around and we're drinking coffee and beers and wine and then in the studio here on Friday night.
5: And FYI, that was not one glass for twenty five dollars. That was a a a bottle of beer that held at least four glasses full, and they were fantastic. Is this Xanadu?
2: I think it is. I don't know where it's coming from.
5: Yes, it's Xanadu. How is that wow. playing?
2: I don't know, but it's good. <laughs> I totally don't know how that happened. Not Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Trey Mancini.
5: I think I think it's trying to get you uh, your muse back. See, this is what you needed. You needed a Xanadu muse on I know. Saturday. Next time
2: I'm going to play bags. Please don't. See, I did it. Next time uh-huh. I play cornhole. I'm going to get the earbuds in.
5: The earbuds and you need to start drinking. Yes. Because you need to loosen up. You need to ha- you need to be loose and you need to have rhythm. Both of which you were lacking on
0: oh,
2: on Saturday.
5: Yeah. I know.
2: I'm, I'm not making any more excuses. I started off slowly, but when you see me air mailing bags, you know that I've played the game before. Because You don't just walk up and start air mailing bags. No. I didn't practice enough. There was too much of a commotion. A lot of people coming up. You know how it happens when you go out Robin. Yes, being moved around. I had to have my shirt made. Now I got this one, but we had our own shirts made. I know AJ and I got our own shirts. We yes, had the you whole did. ironing thing where they put our names on the back. It was legit, man. They got great gear too.
5: Yeah, I actually have video of AJ playing too. So now, for those of you who don't know, so AJ in San Antonio came to visit, and um, we he he was following Tony. He was getting to live like Tony for a week. Yes. And uh, he got to participate in a lot of really fun things, be- especially since we had the last-minute edition of the Stanley Cup celebration. Yep, with he was Craig there, Berube. he got the- he
2: got to drink from the Stanley he Cup. He did. He got to go to Independence Hall, the Liberty Bell, the Constitution Center, where else? Mamas for a cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. We gave him the full Philly experience. We
5: did, and and here he is, uh, playing his round. Um, I'm not sure who he was playing. He was against. playing a
2: guy, another guy, one of the top five yeah. guys in the world. So this is
5: what they did: they put we Tony... were the
2: sacrificial meat out there. Yes.
5: So um, anybody that was playing as a celebrity, they had celebrity exemptions. That's some
2: guy from Barstool there. I didn't know who he was.
5: And um, they were given celebrity ex- exemptions to the advanced singles division. <laughs> Which was kind of funny. <laughs> they should have been in the not beginners. the senior. I
2: should not, I should not have been in the senior division, yes. though, Robin. I was waiting for you to do. A, I didn't have any senior moments either.
5: No, 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 no. It was. Uh, but it actually, was... Joe
2: Biden had more senior moments than I did over the weekend. You I know think... what I mean? But hey, that's what happens. You know what they say. Sometimes may be good.
5: Sometimes may be shit. I think exactly. this is this is my theory. Is that they realize that a lot of celebrities are. Um, and, and I'm counting you as one of those, since you were there as a celebrity contestant, have very busy lives. They didn't want to keep people too long. So they figured that if they put you in the advanced singles division, you'll be out of there like that. Out of there.
2: <laughs> that was a double elimination, though. I would have been out of there in world record time. And the interesting thing, the first guy I played, he was from Mississippi. And guess what he told me when I asked him about Philly had ever been here before? Do we have the tape of the interview
5: with him? Oh, no. So this
2: gentleman's from Mississippi. He's like one of the top three or four players in the world. And then I said to him, I said, how are you liking Philly? I'm from here. He says, oh, Philly. He says, you know what happened to me? I said, what? He said, I got my car towed. Yep. I said, wait a minute. Where were you? In Philly? He said, yes, I went to see the Liberty Bell Uh on Wednesday. Here he is visiting this city from Mississippi.
5: He had a rental car. Had a
2: rental car with New York plates. He goes down to the Liberty Bell, parks his car, Goes out, boom, car's gone. Where did they take him? To the impound lot here in South Philly. Yep. And we have documented this on our YouTube channel, proving that the PPA is basically preying on tourists who come to this city and spend their hard... Now, they, they prey on everybody, but they love those out-of-town plates because they know what they do is they tow your car right away. Mm-hmm. They don't just give you a ticket because they know if you go away with just a ticket on your car chances are you won't pay it. But if it's a rental car, you have to because the rental car has all your information. And once they get the ticket, then you have to pay it. But here's the thing. They know that if they tow the car right away, even for just over-parking, then you got to fork up $350 cash just to get your car out plus the $75 for the ticket.
5: And when we were
2: down... $425 to go see the Liberty Bell. I wouldn't pay... $425 $425 if they gave me the Liberty Bell. And listen, I love the Liberty Bell. I've been there many times. I've touched it. I offered to fill the crack in for them. I offered to spackle that thing, weld it, whatever they needed to do to fix that son of a bitch. And we but
5: determined what happened? That when, when we were down there that they will tow even if you are in the right and they say, oh, well, you're free. Be, feel free to fight the ticket. Yeah, feel well, well, free to gonna, come
2: back to Philadelphia from Mississippi and then challenge us in court. It's an absolute outrage, and this is why I denounce for all the people out there, not just for me, I get tickets, I pay my tickets, unless I get one I don't deserve. Then I will fight and march on City Hall. But this poor guy comes here, wants to go see the Liberty Bell. Total outrage. I know better. What did I do? I parked in a garage when we went around the Constitution area, Independence Mall, because I knew those sons of bitches would be out there looking to tow people. Oh, yeah. So I paid $24 to park To go see the Liberty Bell, which I've seen a hundred times. But I'd rather take that chance than have some scumbag, tow my car, and then charge me $425 to get it back.
5: It's an outrage. This is
2: why the mayor of the city should be ashamed and should be run out of office immediately. The city should rise up, head to City Hall, and get his ass the hell out of here.
5: We all agree with you, Tony.
2: Exactly, and this isn't about me. I, I say this for those people who don't have a voice. Now, the guy wiped me out in, in in cornhole, but I was on his side. And I, I couldn't believe it when I asked him how you like in Philadelphia, and then he tells me the PPA toes his car story.
5: It's embarrassing. It really and that, that, is And we met
2: another, it was a woman with her kids who were here at a volleyball yeah. tournament, and they towed her car away. And she's got her three daughters who came from... Uh, New England somewhere, right? They drove Mm -hmm. down from Connecticut or Maine or someplace. Yeah, and
5: she she knew for a fact that she still had time left. On She legally parked. She legally parked. So
2: even if her car, even if her meter ran out, you tow the car immediately when you park in a legal spot, but the PPA is Hitler. They know that because there's no court system, there's no justice. You go in and now you sit in an office with some drone employee who sits there and pretty much you're guilty. There is no due process, and I would like to get a lawyer, any lawyer who would b- work pro bono or Sonny Bono or Steve Bono or any kind of Bono you can there think of. There needs to be a
5: class-action lawsuit. There needs lawsuit. to
2: be a class-action suit. Not to stop the PPA from doing its job, which is to right. enforce traffic stuff, but, but the criminal conspiracy all the extra, acts all the extra of, stuff. of not giving anyone due process, and it can be easily proven. I could get a law student. I could get a, a bar exam... Multiple time flunky. You I could go to I could take one class, one legal class, and know enough to take down the goddamn PPA in the city. Because what they are doing is criminal. It's not just I'm mad because I got tickets. I pay my tickets. It's because I'm mad that there is no due process. Especially for people who come to this city to see all the great tourist stops, the birthplace of America, we the people, and then they get zero. Zero due process. You are guilty, and you have no chance of proving your innocence.
5: Yes. Lady How is that?
2: The the founding fathers, the signers,
5: and in in of the, the
2: Constitution e- and of the Declaration of Independence and of the Bill of Rights, in, who are in that building right near where the man from Mississippi went to go see the birthplace of America, he gets his car towed away
5: in by the Nazis. Hall, there is Lady Liberty right up there. Yes, in the the founding fathers. They wanted to make sure that our legal system was equal and fair, and it is not here.
2: It's not fair. We hear about, oh, you know, innocent until proven guilty. You are not innocent until proven. You are guilty without a chance to prove your innocence. Yeah, there is no How temper- does that work? This isn't, this isn't a banana republic. This is the birthplace of America. And the fact, you know why? Because people will just pay the money. They have to to get their car out. Are you going to leave your car in an impoundment lot? When it's a rental car, it's your own car, you're on vacation, and you come to Philadelphia, and then you get outside and your car's gone, then you have to figure out where it is?
5: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a total out. You know what's going to start happening, Tony. What? People are going to start taking uh, things into their own hands, and it's already starting. How, did you see this? Uh, no, I'm like- not
2: talking about people. I, I'm joking about the pitches, the pitchforks. and the. Uh, all you do is just knock these people out in elections. I'm not calling for up, upheaval and tumult.
5: No, but people will start but taking But when you make, these, when you
2: say something like that, Robin, you're making it sound like people are breaking the law to get their cars back.
5: No, 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 no. Uh. I am saying that when things are are not fair and when certain laws that should be followed are not followed, there's there's going to be an uprising where people are going to start saying, "Hey, I'm going to ensure that laws are followed. You have
2: uh, you have video I evidence. Do. I do. Ha- this is you this have something is... to back up these claims, Robin. Now, this isn't you know, fake news. Here, this is
5: not fake news. This is the beginning of the vigilante movement right in Seattle. In Seattle, you know, it's kind of a lawless city where everybody's kind of doing whatever they well, want. They're drinking do. a
2: lot of Starbucks and doing weed and shit. Well, I mean, that happens.
5: I think that you would appreciate this particular one. Uh, you know how it, it bothers you when people do things that they're not supposed to do and there's no consequences, right? Right. Exactly.
2: Listen, there's laws. I, I obey laws. I respect the police. I understand laws. Yes. But I'm not one of these guys who only disobeys laws I don't like. I know the consequences of breaking any law.
5: Right. And when a lot of times in in cities, especially like Seattle right now, where police are even told, you know, don't even bother with making sure that those laws are are adhered to. One of the things that I know that you've mentioned before is. Uh, people driving in lanes that they're not supposed to be driving in, like the bus lane. Well, this woman decided to take things into her own hands. It's not very dramatic, but this is the this is the beginning of the movement, Tony. This is the well. Beginning there were people the blocking movement. the
2: West Side Highway in New York the other day, and I can't believe trucks and buses and tanks weren't running them over. But, but...
5: So here's cars downtown in the bus lane, and this lady just had enough. She had enough. Get out of that effing bus lane. And everybody's clapping. No, everybody that's good. City, everybody down there is clapping for us. Now, which say, city was this yeah. in? Seattle. Beautiful. This is on uh, 6th Street and Olive in downtown Seattle. Were there Seattle. any
2: Antifa punks out there with masks on, beating up those people who were in the No, they're worried about other things. Dopes. Oh, I know.
5: Yes. How, what do you think now? What do you think... Be- I I think that we're going to start seeing this more and more and more.
2: Yeah, I don't have a problem with that lady did. But sh- private citizens shouldn't have to go out there I know like we do and to. clean up our clean up our streets and pick up after slobs who don't care about the environment or anything else. That kind of crap. So I'm tired of hearing people telling me I need to do more to save the planet. I do more to save the planet than any of these phony, bullshit... Private jet riding, airhead, brain dead celebrities do, who are telling me what to do? I clean up my street. I've been doing it for years. I pick up other people's trash when I see it. What else am I supposed to do to fix the planet? Give you all the money that I don't have so you, some damn politician can piss it away on a pipe dream? It's an outrage, Robin. It's an outrage.
0: It is it's an, outrage. an outrage.
2: Yes, it is. I'm getting a headache. And I didn't want to come in here and be miserable. I mean the soul lost the arena bowl Robin. Now I won't be able to go to Chickies and Pete's and touch the the Arena Bowl championship. Damn,
5: Tony. You know what Damn. you know what
2: you know what title they were going for? Your Philadelphia soul? What? They have three Four. championships. Now of course back in the day when they had the Tampa Bay Storm.
5: Can you play and you that had again? the I want to see if I turn it pan it all the way over. Is that louder? No.
2: You need to jack that baby up a little Let bit. Let me you do, know it what I
5: it, do it again. No, it doesn't do any different. same time, man.
2: I do need a beer. But anyway, the bottom line is this. Just don't treat people wrong. Disrespect stuff. I understand we need laws. I understand we need to raise revenue to pay for crap. But the, the parking authority in this city needs to have a federal investigation. I agree. I could do an undercover thing.
5: Well, we I did. could be we the did.
2: undercover brother.
5: We brought the camera into the. Yeah,
2: I know. They don't PPA. care. You know why? Because the media in this town doesn't care. They don't care because they're in cahoots. They don't care about that kind of crap. They care about things they can't
5: do anything about. Now, Senior, senior 20 Deep says, or Senor, maybe it's Senor 20 Deep. Is it Senior or Senor? I don't or know, right? Sir, Robert. Or Sir 20 Deep. Sir 20 Deep. I'm not sure. But anyway, says, give Tony a couple of aspirin and a bottle of Jack Daniels. No, I don't,
2: need, I don't do that stuff. I don't even need alcohol. I can, if I never sipped a drop of alcohol, beer, wine, or anything else, my life would be perfectly fine. I just enjoy wine. Yes. I drink beer when it's warm out. I'm having a pizza. Yeah. But I don't require alcohol, especially to go to a football game. And that brings me to this video, Robin. It's been making the rounds. And what I like is a lot of these people on Twitter... Always send me this stuff thinking that I'm somehow going to defend stupid behavior because it happens here in Philly. I've been going against stupid behavior everywhere, especially in the city, for over 50 years. Yeah. And so what do I say about people who go to football games and need to drink for eight hours before a game? I-
5: I just, I don't understand that concept at all anyway. The whole thing about getting so drunk that you're wasted. Now,
2: tailgating's fine. Yeah. It's done everywhere. You take and, out your barbecue. And you if got you, your friends. And you
5: pace yourself so that you just stay tipsy. That's fine. You don't as even fun. have to be tipsy. No, but like you're eating
2: food and you're drinking. You're pacing I mean, yourself. But
5: if you, you can drink without getting wasted. And why not if you not? understand this.
2: Not if you're a punk kid. And I guarantee you, many of these punks, thugs, whatever you want to call them, we're under 21. Oh. So, first of all, no they doubt. should be thrown in jail. Again, I'm not one of these guys who doesn't think people should be able to drink under 21.
0: Oh, but yeah.
2: But these dopes, and this is a preseason game. And I jokingly said last week before the preseason, hey, do you have to go out and drink at a preseason game to get yourself in game shape if you're one of these slap dicks who has to go out and get drunk before every damn game? And they wear this like a badge of honor. Yeah. Again. Tailgating, I've been to a million tailgates. In Green Bay, when I went through the Green Bay parking, the, the, the uh, Lambeau Field parking lot, mm-hmm. people were out there with their jerseys on, they're barbecuing, they're asking you to come over and have a brat. Johnsonville brats, of course. I do have a shirt with the Johnsonville brat yes, logo on. of course. It. And Robin's a big Johnsonville... Do, we got to get him as a sponsor them. on this show.
5: I love them. No. So anyway,
2: just... the bottom line is, you don't have to get drunk. It's like you don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time. But you don't have to get drunk you know, people, to have a good time.
5: They, they, people need to have kids. Now, they, we should educate them on how to drink. People think that kids here think that the whole point of drinking is to get wasted. And that's not what drinking is about. Drinking is about experiencing whatever to, you're enjoying, whatever you're drinking. It's not the end game, it's the road you're traveling. I
2: feel like we're doing a preaching service. I we're know. gonna pass the plate God, around. It just Actually, we are me passing nuts. the plate around. Don't forget the bits. We want to thank everybody contributing bits to us. today.
5: <laughs> yes, Tony did just call me a Johnsonville brat.
2: <laughs> no, not a jo- no, no, not a not, not a uh, Scottsdale brat. That was a group out there in Scottsdale, Arizona. Remember them, Robin?
5: Mm, no, I don't.
2: Oh, I really hate to do it to you.
5: Well, we speaking of brats, we have a brat story here. Wait
2: a minute! I want to play this song though as a reminder to everybody. Can you bring it up here, Robin? That's not the actual song that I... This is the one I want. I'm sorry. There's multiple versions of it, but I want to play the best version. Only the hits here, Robin. No fringe cuts. No B-sides. Bring it up here now, please. Remember, you don't have to take your clothes off to have a good
1: time. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe
2: you do. That helps. But when one thing... All you football fans out there are people who go to games pretending to be fans, especially exhibition games. The players don't give a shit about these games. Why should you? You don't have to get your ass drunk and liquored up to have a good time. Watch the game, watch the guys who aren't going to make the team, and then go to hell home. All right, kids? See how I talk that right up to the vocal, Robert? This is great Jermaine Stewart knowledge here. This is an underrated song, Robin. You remember this song?
5: I do. Of
2: course nobody believes any of this, but it's still a good song. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I'm gonna give it an 85.
3: Why you wanna go so fast? We don't have to take a go on and
5: have a good time. Oh no. Yeah, you can just shimmy it down just part way
2: and drink some cherry wine or some cherry seltzer, whatever the hell they sell now, all this seltzer stuff. Not Brian Seltzer, of course, or Brian Setzer. I didn't step on the vocal. That's what happens when you're a radio veteran. That's almost like walking up to a flame and putting your hand in it And if you step on the vocal. Uh-huh. You just stop right at the flame. That means you've nailed it just right, right? Gotcha. You know what I'm saying?
5: Oh, <laughs> look at your son. Look at the way he's talking to you right disgrace. now in the chat room. It is a disgrace. Well, my son,
2: AJ checks in. He says, shut up, Tony.
5: Speaking of young punks.
2: <sighs> he's not that young anymore, actually. Okay. <laughs> Mi- middle-aged punks. <laughs> One more time, Robin. Hit this verse real hard now. I drink some cherry wine. Does anybody drink cherry wine anymore? Or is that rosé now? That's watered down cherry wine.
5: <laughs> the closest, isn't there strawberry? Sprab- strawberry wine more so than cherry wine.
2: Is that in the new Claws? Do they make a strawberry uh, a cherry wine version of Claws? Or Truly? You notice that's the big rage this year. I know. All these like alcohol infused seltzer waters. Hey, you can drink it. I don't tell you what to drink. Saw so a bunch of chicks in Acme yesterday when we got back from uh, Valley Forge. Barco
5: Twenty Four, sweet cherry wine. Tommy James and Shondell. Exactly, that
2: was a big hit too. That's great cherry wine knowledge. I didn't realize cherry wine was that popular.
5: I know. I don't think. I don't think I've ever.
2: I wonder Boone, if they sell it.
5: What was it? Boone, Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Uh,
2: but it wasn't cherry wine. It was I like Ripple, had, all that cheap they stuff. Have
5: different flavors of it. I don't remember, but it was nasty.
2: Not Cheer Wine, which is a soda, Robin. Not Boone's Farm. Let me play a little of Tommy James and the Shondell, Robin. Remember they did "Moni Moni." But this is another song about Cherry Wine, and I want to thank. Not Rob Cherry. <laughs> and Cherry Wine ran second in the 2016 pre- Preakness for those of you who are horse players. Remember this, Robin? Tommy
3: James. Okay.
2: Marco, twenty-four. He knows this song. You know who Tommy James and the Shondells were, right?
5: Uh, I've heard of them. Yes.
2: They did "Moni Moni," yeah. the original version.
5: Speaking of, uh, remember who they were? shall we get back to the story in progress? Because I have Oh the about the drunken over. kids.
2: Not cherry pie. Yeah,
5: so I'm going to pot this All right, I'll down. stop it right now.
2: All right. Robert, you never let me uh, get the good essence out.
5: Well, yes, I do.
2: <laughs> not the essence of Emerald, Which is <laughs> not course, always. Which isn't on anymore. All right, let's get back to the game. So last week, you probably have seen this. This is an exclusive. It's been on every site, Deadspin, you name it. Any site that's out there to post videos of people acting like the fools, stupid, drunken idiots, they'll post this. And, of course, and I, I get the people send it to me like I'm responsible for these slap-dick, jerk-off drunks who don't know how to drink. And here's the worst part. They were fighting against each other. Yeah. This wasn't like the stupid fights you see at Dodgers and Giant games between fans who hate one another. These are eagle fan on eagle fan or white moron on white moron crime. After the game that was a shit show from the beginning... These people should have just, they should have had their parents call them and pick them up at halftime to get their asses home so they didn't have to sit around and even drink more cheap crap and get even more wasted. Let's go to the tape and watch these slapdicks outside of Lincoln Financial Field Thursday night.
3: Real nice, huh?
5: And there you see the guy is down on the floor, his nose is bleeding profusely. And then
2: some other punk comes and over, slaps, slaps him, him just an extra one. and then takes his hat away, and steals his hat. And the security
5: guards were brought down, and they have another guy uh, that they're arresting.
2: They had three, gu- they had three uh, dogs there, did you see them? Yeah, the dogs. The Goldens, were, they were golden retrievers. Yeah. They should have had pit bulls just tearing these punks limb from limb. And the people who were yeah. videotaping it, and the chicks who were with these drunken losers, all of these women with these guys if they go out with these scrappers again they have they they, they pretty much are yeah. condemning or condoning this behavior
5: i mean this these two guys there they need to be there's arrested, two jerk offs sure, yeah. with
2: carson wentz jerseys on and then there's a guy with a jeremiah trotter jersey on so
5: the one guy the one guy that actually uh, brought him down with like a wrestling hold he and was doing there's two guys in particular, but the one guy did get arrested. He's the one that's being arrested right yeah, now. Yeah, because
2: he's pushing the, and there's two security yeah. guards, three security guards, and they have dogs.
5: Yep. I
2: would have had the dogs just go for the juggler right there. Well, you want to see blood on the ground? These, just rip that juggler vein right out of his neck.
5: These dogs, I don't think, are, uh, these dogs are more um, uh, drug sniffing dogs, I believe.
2: They should be drunk sniffing dogs. Then there wouldn't but, be anybody left in the stands.
5: Yes, yeah, seriously. And again. I was, I've, I've of, had cocktails
2: at sporting events.
5: I hope that the guy on the floor charges. It's them not with the assault. floor,
2: Robin. That's the ground. ground.
5: The the guy on the ground. He should be charging them with assault.
2: I don't know what he did though.
5: I did, he obviously didn't do anything as bad as what happened. Well, to him. you
2: don't know what he did. I'm not saying that that's justified. But you know, the internet now all you all you see on the internet now is women fighting and pulling their hair weaves off and clothes off. And why is it that when women fight now they have to expose their boobs? You ever see those? Uh, these like women are. Their their boobs are always out.
5: Well, because they're not wearing uh, support. Like the woman that we saw over the weekend, uh, if she had gotten in a fight, she was wearing this sort of like a cage, uh, strappy <laughs> brazier contraption that did not cover her breasts. If she had gotten in a fight, they would have been exposed immediately.
2: Yeah, one thing about the Carson Wentz guys, they all look like they can move. They have good mobility when they can cheap shot a guy who's down on the ground. On the concrete, Robin. As the great former leader of the groups in New York. You remember Curtis Sleewa, the Guardian Angels. Remember that? You know what he used to say back in the day when you could say this stuff and not get arrested? Those dudes should be sucking concrete. They should be sucking concrete.
5: Now, speaking of three yes. dogs, Tony. Yes. Um, I have a video. It says The dogs that we saw at the, in that video... I'm assuming that they were drug-sniffing dogs or... No, why would they have
2: drug-sniffing dogs outside of a football because game?
5: Because those dogs were not going... They were not guard dogs. or They were not a, like police Were they, well, were they dogs. service dogs? They were... No, but they, it was clear that they were some kind of uh, police dogs, but they were not the kind of They weren't shepherds.
2: Usually when you see shepherds and stuff. Those were look like... Look, they looked like uh, Labrador retrievers.
5: They were. They were labs and that's So but why labs I'm,
2: aren't there to to, to, uh, to stop fights. It depends
5: on how they're trained. If they were trained to stop fights, they would have been aggressive, and they weren't aggressive there. I gotta they gotta be
2: have- aggressive. Be be aggressive.
5: But these dogs here, Tony, I don't know if you saw them, but um, it is the most. It is like the most awesome dogs. They were trained to be perfectly still. I don't know if you've seen this video. Uh, now, dogs can be trained to do anything. Exactly. They can be trained to be attack dogs. They can mm-hmm. be trained to be defensive dogs. They can be trained to be drug sniffing, bomb sniffing. <sighs> I'm not exactly sure what this training would do, but these dogs were trained to be statues. Oh, they were? They were trained to be statues, and it's freaky. So let me pull this up real quick.
2: Now, Lana, our favorite, no, Red hey, here, Lab. Tony, are you watching? Yeah. No. Yeah, I got it on here. Go ahead.
5: Look at these dogs. These dogs are, it's, it's freaky.
2: Why would anybody train their dog to be like a statue? Unless you could then snap your fingers and turn it into a vicious attack dog.
5: You can hear, you can hear, you can hear the birds. Yes. But look at them. Look at them. What
2: is wrong with those dogs?
5: You th- you, it almost looks like they're stuffed.
2: They look like hellhounds.
5: And then look at a move. Wait, wait. Okay, you have to see that again. So I'm going to back it, it up a little time. bit again. So this is how quiet they are. What kind of dogs are they? Some kind of shepherd mix. I'm not sure. No, they aren't shepherds. Now wait, wait, wait for it. There they go. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. it. And go. Wait. No, you're watching delay. I know, Um, but I see they 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 take off all at once. Look at that. Look at that. Look how cool that is. They're they're,
2: they're trained on command to stay, and then they go.
5: Yes. They weren't on. They weren't sitting though. When they they were told to freeze, they froze. They froze. Absolutely amazing.
2: They need, somebody pointed it out here. They need some, cr- Stevie V, they need crotch sniffing dogs. Well, I mean, come on. Well, crotch sniffing dogs. That would be
5: drug sniffing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Since AG- we've done those stories recently where that's where you keep your drugs, apparently.
2: AJ said that they wanted to have those drug, uh, drug, drug sniffing dogs work, they should have put them in the players' lockers and go through there. Especially the guys who aren't going to make the team when they cut down in a couple of weeks. So anyway, there's your slump busters, dogs, crotch-sniffing dogs, all kinds of dogs. And by the way, mad love to all my dogs out there. Nate Dog and all my dogs behind the wall, Robin.
5: Tony, don't you have so you can watch No, it's not running again. Okay, shut it down and open it up again. That's a very simple thing Operation Shutdown. Because if you... Jake Arrieta
2: plans to be going on Operation Shutdown, Robin. Let me open the OBS again. There it is. Now we're back on. All right. All right. Meanwhile... What was I going to play? I'm going to play a little Nate Dog, Robin.
5: Nate Dog.
2: Plus, we'll have all kinds of updates today. We'll have a Lenny Dykstra update. And I, I got to get Lenny on the phone. I got to rip him for this. We'll have a salmon update. We just gave you this. So the animal kingdom today on the show, we have a salmon update. We have a snake update. Yes. We have alien updates. We just did the dog updates. And we'll have a... Ladies and gentlemen, we now have a new American hero out there in the world of amateur athletics.
5: Tone 10 says, "What up? Trying to listen at work, but we'll probably have to listen again tonight."
2: It's an outrage,
5: man! It is an outrage.
2: Did you see this? Uh, this is breaking news. I don't know if you saw. It's probably the biggest story of the weekend, but it's only getting uh, reported on certain media outlets. One of our American fencers. Uh-huh. Did you see this? Our fencing you team. Like
5: fencing. Yeah, that kind the of guys fencing?
2: who uh, the the guys with sword play. Yes. I know a lot of guys who are involved in sword play, but hey, you know, what's, whatever <laughs> okay. it is. Uh, All guys kind of like to play that?
5: with their swords.
2: Well, not, 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 in, not in a duel. You don't say on guard.
5: Oh, maybe sometimes a- anymore, you uh, Unless you know, know. Know. Hey, right, if you're into Like that. I said, you know. Sometimes it's
3: maybe good. Sometimes it's maybe shit.
2: So this fencer, and let's be honest, nobody pays attention to fencing. Yeah, that's Unless a- you're like fencing like a jewelry store or something. Those kinds of fencers yeah. get a lot of attention. Yes. Guys who run fencing operations. Not the guys who build fences, not the guys who build walls. So this fencing dude—I don't even know his name—kneels during the an- national anthem on the podium. So that's your story. Yeah, a fencer wins the gold medal in the championships, U.S. Championships, getting ready for the Olympic team. Kneels on the podium. That's the story. Fencer kneels during the anthem on a podium. Congratulations. Now take your epa and get the hell out of here.
5: It bugs me. Isn't that an epa? What so, do they call
2: those things, Robin? Epays, right? Not ladies That's to get pulled the hair out.
5: You know, I And I don't want
2: to I'm not even going to give this guy any, I'm gonna I'm just mention the story. Right. Don't go into a diatribe no. about defense or kneeling. I don't give no, a no, shit no, no. what he does. This
5: is a, I, I. this ties into what we did this weekend. We took AJ, he's a history buff, and yep. so we took him to the Constitution Center, we took him to the Liberty Bell and Valley to, Forge National yeah, Park. Independence Hall. And um, inside the Constitution Center, we watched a uh, little film called Freedom Rising.
2: No, it's called We the People, right? Or oh, We the People. And it's not a little film. It's a live actor yeah. who does a phenomenal job
5: And it talks in round- about the history in the round. of how America came to be, mm-hmm. and um, it talks about how the United States everybody coming over on ships and and through Ellis Island and how, I mean, all these different things. And it also talks about the importance of the flag and what the flag represents. And I think everybody needs to watch something like that. So they truly understand why it is insulting.
2: Of course, listen again, you can the, the great thing about America is you could
5: do whatever you want, yeah, I mean you can uh, protest another but but i don't I think the people that are protesting have not had the experience of watching especially something fencers. Like that. Truly you think these understand. guys
2: grow up, you think these guys grew up in the backyard uh, bringing out the uh, knife from grandma Th- these guys are spoiled brats. anybody who's in fencing <laughs> is is obviously
5: yeah they come from a different uh yeah,
2: they're not exactly in you know, urban growing up in yes. the hood no. These are the guys who hold their one hand behind their back, and they go, on guard. And then they take out their little swords, and they, like, slap the metal together.
5: Right. And their swords don't have real tips on them anymore.
2: Exactly. Well, a lot of things don't have tips on them, right. The Yankees have just homered again, as it is basically home run derby at Yankee Stadium this afternoon. It is six to 6-2, Yankees over the Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles. I don't think the Yankees actually have a, hit, a base hit in this game. It's just all home runs. Baltimore's got two home runs. Yankees have a bunch of home runs, and this is unwatchable Monday afternoon American League dreck. The one thing I'll say about the Yankees, they got a lot of guys I've never even heard of, and they all hit home runs. When you're looking at teams like the Phillies who bring in all these big-name guys and they can't hit for shit, and then you have the Yankees who, no matter who they bring in there and throw in there, guys a veritable who's he on their roster. I bet you there are people at Yankee Stadium watching this game who don't recognize a lot of these players that are hitting all these home runs. Obviously, D.D. Gregorius. I'm not talking about the stars. I'm talking about they bring guys up from anywhere, and all they do is hit home runs.
5: Now, Bartko24, good job out of him. He says, six hits, watching you and them. That's how you do it. That way you don't miss out on anything. Exactly. You You can
2: do it. I have the sound off.
5: Yeah, you put the game on silent. I don't hear John Sterling. I
2: can't even get to hear him saying, it is high, it is far, it is gone.
5: When you, when you go to a bar, they have several different TVs playing exactly. all sorts of different things. But that's, that's different,
2: making... though. At least you can watch a sporting event with the, with the sound off. Yes. And you can see what the score is. They put it up on the screen. Watching talking head shows with the sound off doesn't make any sense to me that's in a bar. That's
5: why our uh, show on Twitch is so fabulous. Because even if it is in a bar and it is up there with the sound off you can pull it up on your phone and watch it simultaneously through your headset or just follow along um, on your phone. It's the best of everything.
2: Yes, it is. It's the best the man can get. Now, that's Gillette before they went stupid and now lost billions of dollars with that stupid ad campaign trying to be woke. As Falcon
5: 39 says, the bars in Detroit won't carry your show. Why not? Why not? Of course they will. Of course they would.
2: What did I just find out about? I had another Detroit story yesterday. we were talking to people over at the Cornhole yes. t- Championships, and we were talking about Detroit. I forget what it was. That was Gio Urshela, seven home runs in his last eight games. Gio Urshela. They just bring this guy up, and he hits seven home runs in eight games.
5: Damn! That's what
2: I'm saying. The Yankees, you know, you know the familiar names, but the Yankees this year are so good, and they just no matter who they throw in there. These guys go crazy. It's unbelievable, man. I give them credit. I'm not a Yankee fan, but I'm not going to rip them.
5: Now, as Falcon 30 says, says no, they won't. See, I... Uh, do I have I'm, to make a
2: trip? to. Do I, I have to come we, in there and put my RoboCop suit on? And I beg to disagree on?
5: because we love people in Detroit. We love all of our fans that live there. And we support everybody <laughs> um, no matter where they are.
2: Trevor from the 203. Did Gio just earn his pinstripes 215 462 Tony. 215 462 Tony. -Tony.
5: KOP Joe, just subscribe for the fourth month in a row. You mean
2: they don't know who I am? I'm a staple in Detroit. (laughs) You think they know all these slapdick talking heads on Fox Sports One and all these people that no one's ever heard of? Give me a break. They don't even mention Detroit on those shows. They don't won't even give a tiger score. They and, don't talk about anything Detroit on national TV. And we have the, 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 let's be honest, the Tigers stink on ice. The Lions—they got a coach who's got a bad knee who's rolling around on a cart.
5: And as Falcon Thirty Nine, pull up Tony's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Tell them, do you know who he is? I
2: guarantee you, they have Madden tournaments in these places.
5: Yeah, you were on in De- which, which you were on in several stations on Detroit. Exactly.
2: Don't give me that crap.
5: Yeah.
2: Don't make me come out there. Don't make me come out to Detroit. I'll get together with my boy. I'll go in front of the museum and put my arm around RoboCop. Because <laughs> we need some more RoboCops out there.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, EKT 8750. Google me.
2: <laughs> you walk into those bars and you go into Chris Chalios' bar, which isn't there anymore. You, go get, you call Kid Rock and ask him if he knows who I am. You call Eminem on 8 Mile. I guarantee you I can walk down 8 Mile and they'll know who I am. What's the matter with you, man? This is a guy who's a fan of the show who's called in several times. And he's going to give me that kind of crap?
0: It's an outrage.
5: Well, no, I think he's giving uh, certain bars a bump-bump-de-bump.
0: Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce and a hint of caribbean seasoning. Just 555 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican jerk turkey sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations limited time only plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.
2: <sighs> anyway, enough of that stuff.
5: S Falcon 39 <laughs> I'll, you know what you need to do is give me the bar information. I will contact
2: them.
5: I'll make it happen.
2: I'll call Tom Selleck is right.
5: Yes. I sat next to him on an airplane. He is so Say nice. See that,
2: Robin. You, now you call him and you tell him. Hey. I know. Remember me, Tom? I sat next to him. Did he have the big mustache then? Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah. He was. This was. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if this was during the Magnum era. It was probably after Magnum era, but he was so You think nice. Tom?
2: Oh, wait you got some hot babes at the uh, Yankee game. It's that good is th-
5: one high bun.
2: Yeah, she is. <laughs> That's like And she's like got that. some big ones, too. I want to congratulate the, uh, the director televising today's Yankee game. Then he puts it to two little kids. He, had, he felt guilty. So he did a still shot of two hot chicks sitting at Yankee Stadium for about 15 seconds. And then he probably realized, no, I'm going to get in trouble. Yes. Some PC Me Too person's going to call the Yes Network. I better
5: pan over.
2: Yeah, I better. Now, let's get a couple little kids in there who aren't paying attention to the game either, just like the two chicks we just showed. By the way, the phone lines are open. And you know what they are. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. That's the number to call. Operators are standing by, or as we like to say, Miss Robin is standing by for your action. I'm watching it on the Yes Network, or as I call it, Hell No Network. Why don't I be watching it on Masson? We don't get Masson. I have the MLB Network. I don't have the baseball package. I'm not spending money to watch games of teams that I don't care about. They usually put the game on MLB Network. It's the Yes broadcast from New York. Mm -hmm. That's the one I have on. They have the same feed video-wise. I don't need. Gary Thorne's great, but I don't need to hear the announcers because I'm doing this while I'm watching it. You follow me now? Yes. All right. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. We got to get into this, uh, the NFL news. So I mentioned the uh, the Darren, Darren, Derek Barnett, the Jets kicker Chandler Cantanzaro, who I believe will be waiting tables now down here at Labor 2 on Pashunk Avenue now that he's decided to walk away from the NFL. But you can't knock the kid. Kid was a great kicker at Clemson Uh University. Gets drafted. Plays with Arizona. He kicked in the league for five years. Bunch of different teams. So over the weekend, last Thursday, the Jets played the Giants, and he's playing for the Jets. Oh, wait a minute. Did he go deep again? Yes, he did, ladies and gentlemen. Trey, Oh, Anthony Santander. You can bank on him putting one out of Yankee Stadium. How do you like that one, huh? Anthony Santander paying dividends this afternoon as he jacks one. So the Orioles have... Three solo home runs in this game, and all of a sudden it is a 6-3 ball game at Yank Me Stadium on a Monday afternoon. Let's watch this, baby. He got all of that one, puts it into the bullpen in right center field. It's six to three. On the only day game in baseball today. And so I mentioned uh, Chandler Cantonzaro, Rob. You may remember him out there. He was with the he was in Arizona five years in the NFL, was with the Jets, and he mixed, missed two extra points against the Giants last Thursday night. And obviously, he knew his chances of making the Jets wasn't very good. He signed a $2.3 million contract. So people are giving him some websites that don't know anything about sports say, wow, he retired and walked away from $2.3 million." No, he didn't. He was going to be cut. And again, I'm not knocking the kid. He was a hell of a kicker in college. He said all the right things. He said, you know what? He said, what a ride. I'm grateful to my family, all my supporters, God, and everything else that I had this chance to play in the NFL five years, bounced around. Now he's going to move on and start the next chapter in his life. So how would you criticize the kid? But he's not walking away from $2.3 million. Just because he signed a contract for 2300000 million doesn't mean he's getting it. This is the NFL. And if you're signing a contract as a kicker, I'm sure they'll give him some lovely parting gifts. Maybe a little Statue of Liberty snow globe. Maybe a copy of Rex, Rex, Rex Ryan's How to Suck Toes Properly. Yeah. All the other important things. Copy of Broadway Joe, The Glory Days with the New York Football Jets. And maybe a little miniature Joe Namath Snow uh, mink coat.
5: Now that would be bad.
2: Let's go to the phones. Who do we have on the line right now?
5: We have KOP Joe. Actually, he sent me an email earlier uh, today regarding... Something that he wants to talk to everybody about, and it's could it, be impl- a, it could be a major issue, Tony. It's a
2: major issue. Yes. Well, we deal with major issues on this show. Joe, what's going on, man?
4: Hey, what's up? Long time, uh, first time, actually. Long time caller, first time listener. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. So wait a minute. We were I in King of people- Prussia
2: yesterday, Saturday. Yeah. Why weren't you out there for the uh, for the uh, cornhole at the yeah, Valley Forge explain. Casino? Why? Hello? Did we lose him?
4: Yeah, I'm having an issue with uh, these spotted lanternflies. I don't know if you heard about this yet. The spotted what? what? Spotted lanternflies.
2: Spotted lanternflies. You mean you mean uh, June bugs? You mean, uh, uh, what do we call them?
4: They look like moths. Yeah, they look and like... And
2: it... You're not talking yeah, about lightning like... bugs, right? They're not the lightning bugs we're talking about, right?
4: No, 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 no. Yeah, they don't light up. But, no, they're like an invasive bug that came from China. They came over to PA in, apparently, 2014. I did some research, so uh, Yeah, I'm not just some you know, slapdick listener. I'm going to bring some uh, information to the table here. That's you know okay. We saying? like
2: slapdick listeners, too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, basically, yeah, in uh, 2014, they came over from China, I guess, uh, maybe like on a wooden shipping crate or a a pallet or something probably in and my the- wish
2: order last christmas when i order stuff from <clears throat> wish and then you get it like a month later and it comes in a a little packet and it's got all chinese writing all over it and you think you're getting like top quality american made product and it's junk that kind of stuff
4: yeah yeah okay pretty much <laughs> spotted so yeah, that- lantern
2: flies huh yeah it's
4: it's it's insane like i've seen a couple last year i didn't think it was that big of a deal but now they're like I, I've literally killed over the past weekend. Not exaggerating, probably hundreds and hundreds of these things. Wow! Are yeah.
2: they up, up in the King of? Pro- I haven't seen any here in South Philly. I've yeah, seen so, some. Uh, uh, I've seen some striped bass walking around the neighborhood, but that's just chicks wearing clothes <laughs> that are just a size too tight.
4: Yeah, you want you to stay away from that. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Are so, they yeah, big so, or how
2: small? Are they really small or are they big?
4: They're, they're about an inch. Like they look like moths, and they're really colorful and nice. I mean, they got like some red stripes, yellow stripes, and. When they open the wings, when their wings are closed, they're like brown with like black dots on them. Um, yeah, they're about an inch. Uh, yeah, but like it's it's gonna. It, they're saying it could be pretty bad for like it costs like the state billions of dollars. Uh, like I got some the uh, stats here. So yeah, they first they first noticed them in 2014 in Berks County. There's 14 PA counties quarantining right now: uh, Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Delco, Chester, Lancaster, Burks, wow. Lehigh. Northampton, Lebanon, Dolphin, Schuylkill, Carbon, and Monroe counties are all in the uh, quarantine area. Wow! So, so, what
2: do you? How do you, What do you mean by quarantine? People aren't allowed to go out. I mean, what, what kind of quarantine are you talking about here?
4: So, uh, like, if you if you spot them inside the quarantine area, you're supposed to like call.
2: Okay.
5: I guess the problem is is that they they can attack crops mm-hmm. and ruin them. So they can ruin crops. They can ruin. Uh, um, they go after certain types of crops, correct?
4: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, here's what I looked up. It says uh, uh, it's, uh, grapes, apples, hops, and uh, hardwood crops, and they're, those industries make like millions and millions of dollars. So, there's uh, 28 million dollars in grapes, 87 million in apples. 19 million of peaches and $17 billion in hardwood, and they uh, wow. attack certain crops. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Now, if you look on the screen, Tony, we have a picture I just, of it? I just uh, this is your neighbor's tree. Is that correct? That yeah.
4: I yeah. So, yeah. So, they like the, uh, that tree is called the tree of heaven. And apparently, they love that tree. That tree is also native to like China and Southeast Asia. So, they uh, they swarm those trees. And what happens is they'll sit there, they'll eat the sap out of the trees, and then uh, they make some sort of honeydew, and it, it drips down. And now, the honeydew is like an excretion. So pretty much, it's lanternfly pea, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it drips off the tree and it creates like a black mold, wow. and it kills other other crops and plants. But they, I, I was looking online. I'm in a couple different groups about it, and people have grapes. So it's, it's you know, people make like the local PA wine. Yeah, here you could, can uh, see
5: on the screen right now. You can see this sort of black. M- Black sappy stuff on the on the ground underneath. It looks like mold. Yeah, it's yeah. So just it's nasty. Uh, black
4: suit mold. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the I, I've i seen some stuff we can buy, like the uh, insecticide, You hook up to your hose, you spray them. I went over there and I sprayed down the tree, and I killed. Couple hundred of them. Uh, like if I go on my back porch, like every ten minutes, I'll I'll kill like four or five of them. I come back five ten minutes later, there's four or five more. They're all over the
5: now, place. Tony, too. I believe that your sister. This was what was attacking her plants in front of her in house, Delaware County. In Delaware yeah. County. So you no, know, we have the is, gypsy
2: moths. Like if you drive in Jersey toward the Atlantic City yeah. area, on the you see they they look like big spider webs. Those are different. Those are the gypsy moth. Right. Uh, what do you call them? The nests. Yeah.
5: But this is this is and they different. and they're
2: destructive too. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of destructive insects out there.
5: Yeah. No. Yeah,
4: but the, the, this is slowly moor, moving towards the city. So it started in Berks County, and it's moving all the way over. Right. Um, it towards like Philadelphia. I, I, I mean, I grew up in Philly. I live in KOP area now. I actually live in Audubon, which is outside of King of Prussia. But whenever I tell somebody I live in Audubon, they think New Jersey it's not the People's Republic of New Jersey. No, exactly. like Luigi would say. But uh, no, Audubon's so. up
2: there on the way to Oaks, up there in that beautiful area.
4: So now you exactly. know exactly
2: where it is. But no, but but see, Brenda Marie, who lives in Reading, said this is old news to her because Berks County got it before, but now, as you mentioned, it's spreading, and it's coming toward... Yeah, Imagine K-O-P-A-J-O- if it goes into, 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 into Fairmont Park with all those oh my trees God. and stuff. Yeah,
5: and, and also, well, especially uh, fruits and vegetables, and it could... Um, uh, barley, like the, the the beer crop, could be affected by this, too. So there's there's a lot of... Are we of content- growing a lot of barley in Pennsylvania? Um,
2: I don't know if that's grown here.
5: But it's yeah, not- I mean, that's seen... Seemed-
4: when I looked it up, as soon as I seen grapes and barley, I was very upset because I like my, you know, beer and wine. So. Beer
2: and wine, I Now, you got, you, I would recommend, first of all, buying a flamethrower. I think that's the <laughs> quickest uh, non-invasive way to do it. And then DDT, if you have any leftover from the previous uh, generations when we used to have the guys spraying yeah. for remember when I, I remember when, I was, like, when I, my kids were young, we would go camping, camping in Virginia. Camping. Camping and glamping. And then you'd sit in a tent, and then every afternoon the guy would drive by with the mosquito m- truck and he would spray. But back then it was like DDT and all these terror. Now they have different, you know, non toxic stuff that they spray around for mosquitoes.
5: So now here's a question it- because this is as a PSA that you're calling uh, KOP Joe to let everybody know about this if they see it. What do they do? Because it's not something that you can get rid of yourself, right? You have to call people?
4: Um, well, yeah, I'm not really sure what they do. I know. There's a couple of different ways, like, uh, so the nymphs, like, usually nymphs are good. You're trying to... Well, go to who doesn't cover
2: cover love a nymph? I mean, who doesn't yeah, love exactly. a nymph? Come on, man, seriously.
4: <laughs> but before they become adults, they're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great nymph knowledge. Well, you that know, who,
2: seriously, women love nymphs, men love nymphs, everybody <laughs> yeah, loves so nymphs.
4: Before they become the lanternflies, like the big bugs, they're, they're nymphs, they're the, um, the younger stage... Ah, uh, you're supposed to put uh, banding around the bottom of your tree, and that's um, right. In uh, mid May is when they start coming out. So you put the the tape around the bottom of your tree. They get stuck to it. The only problem is other things get stuck to it too. I've seen birds stuck to it, bats mm. stuck to it, like so. Uh, there's 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 ways to try to get the nymphs, and then the lanternflies. Um, I have a company coming out tomorrow. Apparently, they can like drill holes in the tree, put insecticides into the tree, so when they feed on it, they die. Uh, there's a spray I use, but that's, you know, if you spray them, it, they're, they get in contact with them and they die. So that's only if they're already there. But, like, I think injecting the tree, I think you do it, like, once a season. If they go to feed on the tree, they fall out and die. It's interesting, so now, because when you go into a with. Home
2: Depot or Lowe's, you see all these different chemicals. And obviously they have the, you know, the, uh, what are the, uh, the, the beetles? The Japanese beetles. Right. They attack stuff, and they have these Japanese ba- bags. That has an attractant to it, and the mm-hmm. Japanese beetles fall in there, and then you have like five pounds of Jack and Japanese beetles sitting in the bottom of it. Yeah, so there's a lot of and ev- invasive insects. That's why we have birds and other things. You know, in ponds, fish, they eat them. Birds yep. eat them. But obviously when you have an infestation like this, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying infestation, but an infestation is an infestation, and now apparently invasion. this is a big invasion. No, you can't say that either, Robin. Yeah. This is great ichthyology knowledge right here.
5: Oh, that's a good word.
2: We yeah, need somebody the, uh, to come, We need somebody to come in here and start spraying this whole damn city.
4: Right, exactly. The crop dusted. Not, you know, not the stinky crop dusting that you would you would do around friends, but the actual crop you dusting. We got stink
2: bugs. You got any stink bugs up there in King of Prussia?
4: I have yet to see a stink bug, but I did the uh, the product that I bought and uh, spray on the tree. It's not it's not 4, but it's called 7, that's E V I N.
2: Oh. I know 7. Yeah. I know so, yeah, 4. That's that's I, you know, I was the number 4. And then we love seven also.
5: Well and so here here's the the conundrum that we have. There's all these different things that you can spray on bugs, but those sprays are oftentimes deadly to the bee population, which we don't want to have bees die. So
2: Hey it bees that way sometimes, Robin. What it is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> like
5: you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. As
2: Philly e. M says it's an invasion infestation sensation. And these damn bugs! I don't know what we got to do. They're really bugging me. They're really starting to bug me now. Right? Although I love lightning bugs, and they yes. don't hurt anybody. No. At night in the meadow, you're in June. They I come out in them. June and early July, and the lightning bugs, and you see them at Our night. Our
5: cats love them when they get in the house. By no, but you have
2: to go outside in the country. <laughs> Where there's a large meadow, and then you can—it looks like everything's lighting up. Yeah, it's
4: gorgeous. By the way, the Yankees just those, homered no, again.
2: Cameron Maybin is eighth home run of the season. It is now seven and three Yankees over the Baltimore Orioles.
4: Former Philly Cameron Maybin.
2: That's great, Cameron Maybin knowledge right there.
5: Tony, those aren't lightning bugs; those are the nymphs. Those aren't the nymphs. <laughs> those are little fairies.
2: But this is well, good stuff here.
5: Thanks, KOP Joe, for calling yeah, in with us. Yeah, thank you,
4: guys. Yeah, I just felt like I wanted to do my part because if they're going to attack my my beer and wine supply, and that would they're going to be, a be total on my back hours. porch.
5: Yes. Let me give <laughs> you a roaring
2: round of applause. I mean, people think that you just go on the chat board here on the stream and just throw a bunch of crap on there. Well, you do yeah, that, too, because we I all do to,
4: that. Yeah, you got to throw a dick joke every once in a while <laughs> some you know?
2: I'm still. I know you're out there killing these nymphs and all these other bugs. That's why you didn't come out right around the corner from you and King of Prussia. You could have come out to the Valley Forge Casino, man. We would have broke bread, drank beer, thrown some bags. We would have done it all, man. Yeah, I was
4: too busy slaying nymphs and slump officers.
2: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, there he is. K.O.P. Joe. You see him on the Twitch stream, and now you hear him in the flesh. Uh, Breaking down. Great insect extermination. Now, the Orkin man just called it and says, good job out of you, Joe. That crazy guy from—you uh, notice how they're making all these exterminator guys like insane? Yes. Not the Orkin man. He's like—he's a, a wimpy guy who meets My with the women. My favorite
5: was the red-headed guy for the grass. No, but that was feed his, your grass.
2: No, that was a dude from Game of Thrones.
5: Yeah, but he did it. But dude, that was
2: now—that was that wasn't insecticide. He wasn't killing insects. Well, he, he was, was killing t- weeds. you. Feed your lawn. Feed it. That's what he was doing. He was a Scots guy. He was Scott for Scots.
5: Yes, I loved him. The guy,
2: the Orkin man, is now a wimpified guy who sits around with housewives. You know, he's got a big yeah, beer yeah, gut. Yeah, Did yeah. you see that one? Oh, I haven't seen and that one And then he yet. gives them a plan. He gives them a, uh, what do you call it at the end of the day? Uh, 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 what is the bug that eat flies? Venus oh, flytrap.
5: Venus flytrap, yes, yes, yes. But
2: then the other guy is like this good-looking guy who goes out there and... and Jumps into some woman's house, climbs under her sink, and is chasing roaches. Yeah, that's the, the Terminix man.
5: Yeah, the Terminix. That
2: dude is nuts, man. That Terminix guy is nuts. Now chicks dig him because he's got that real good looking, and, a, and most Terminix guys don't look like that. Let's no, be honest.
5: Let's be honest.
2: This dude's like sliding into that guy insect holes. Well,
5: uh, we're pretty much guaranteed that that guy will not be showing up at your door. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> Bob from Valley Forge. When you see on uh, when you see any nymphs on Tinder always swipe left always swipe left <laughs> yeah the orkin man has become soft no toxic man here's a guy that's killing insects in people's houses and he's a wimp how can you hire a wimp to kill insects these are these are creatures that are destroying the roaches impossible to eliminate now they use, like, electrocution. Have you seen all these devices that they use to kill roaches?
5: No. They don't just get black flags. Well, the reason why they're moving towards uh, different types of... Onto a parked vehicle, totaling... A different kind of, uh, uh, other than poison, is that roaches are now becoming resistant exactly. to all of that. Exactly. So they're trying to figure out something else. Sort of
2: like the Kardashians becoming resistant to uh, the, uh, the all these injections and stuff. Uh, back, uh, What do you call it? Uh, What's the drugs that they're, they're resistant to now? Uh,
5: Botox? No.
2: It's a drug that's supposed to help with venereal diseases.
5: Oh, I don't so know. So they're...
2: they're, they're re- to re- Come on, Robin.
5: I don't know. What, they're immune to it? They're, they're-
2: no, these, these, these antibiotics, that's what oh, it is. Oh, okay. The antibiotics that were used to routinely treat venereal diseases, some Valtrex. people are building up a resistance to them.
5: That's a bad, bad job out of them. Exactly right. Because they are going to be screwed, both literally and figuratively. Exactly
2: right. Speaking of that, we got to do this story. yeah. Yeah, this is the greatest story of the weekend. This is my favorite story, maybe of the year. We may have a new hero, ladies and gentlemen. We're always looking for another hero. I know we don't need another hero in the Thunderdome, but we need heroes out there. Regular, everyday, great Americans who are out there watching, listening, and doing and saying things that we all think but never have the cajon.